0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Everybody, come on. Let's put our hands together. We are excited on this uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Amen. I can look at your faces right now, and you look like you already know the Eagles going to win the game. So we pray that that will be the case. And looking at all your Eagle gear that you have on, I'm even sporting a little tie support in Pennsylvania. Amen. Amen. This morning. And so we are just grateful and thankful. Uh, This Sunday... Uh, is a special Sunday in that it is our youth Sunday. And so uh, we are just blessed this morning to be able to have our youth who are participating in our service. Uh, And we have a worship leader, youth worship leader uh, today. Uh, Name is Destiny Nadu. Destiny is 14 years old and she's also uh, one of uh, three other children and uh, she attends uh, Our Lady of Mount Carmel School in Doolstown and uh, she's about to graduate and start ninth grade at Gwinnett Mercy High School this fall. Uh, she has, uh doing very well in school and uh, does extremely well in math and in science. And uh, I was looking at her bio here for her future career and uh, she's involved in robotics extremely extremely intelligent and just a blessing uh she plans to go to MIT Massachusetts Institute of Technology amen so you know you got it going on amen We are blessed that she uh, participates. She likes to travel, amen. I was looking at some of these places she wanted to travel to. I want to travel there as well. And so we are just uh, blessed and grateful and thankful to be able to have her and her family that is here, the Nadu family, amen. We thank God for them as well. So let's welcome this morning our youth worship leader, Destiny Nadu, Amen.
1: We want to welcome you to our in-person live stream service this blessed Sunday. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Let's praise God in a song by singing together, Come on and bless the Lord with me. for waking us up in the morning and protecting us through the night. Please bless our families and allow us to praise you and love you for all the things you provide for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Our responsive reading this morning will be section four five hundred forty 574, love. If I speak in tongues of men or angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or clanging cymbal. If I have the the gift of prophecy prophecy, and and can fan mysteries and all all knowledge, knowledge, if I have have faith faith that I move mountains, mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed, the poor, and though I give my body to be buried, and have not charity, I profiteth me nothing. Charity, charity suffering long and, is long and is kind. Charity charity, and
2: and charity bond and bond. Bond not itself not
1: is not puffed up. up. Doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own. It is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. rejoices, rejoices not in, in, iniquity, in iniquity, but, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things.
3: Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, they shall vanish
1: away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But, but when, when that which is, is perfect, perfect is come, that, that which, which is, is part shall be done away. When I was a child, I speak as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For, For now, now we see in all of us darkly, way. but when but the face the to face, Now Now I know know in part, but but then then shall I know even as also also I know. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, and these three, but the greatest of these is charity. remain standing for a congregational hymn, Love Listed Me.
0: Let's thank the Lord for our youth worship leader, Destiny Nadu. Amen. She did a great job. Destiny said it's a little scary standing up here speaking to people. And, And yes, it is. Amen. Especially seeing all that green in here for today. But listen. What a day. I think this is going to be a day of rejoicing. Amen. And so we're going to give God praise and thank him for all of his blessings. Amen. We want to extend a hearty welcome to each of you. Those of you who are here with us in person today and those who are watching by live stream. Amen. I know you already started your parties and getting that going today. Amen. But listen, party the right way. You know, hope prayerfully they win the game and and all goes well. I don't. I told somebody early. I don't want to see any of our congregation on the news tonight climbing grease poles down in Philadelphia. Amen. So stay off it. Sister Sherry told me that they ran out of Crisco in Philadelphia, greasing all of those poles down there. So let's be careful and celebrate the right way. If if it all goes well, amen. We uh, also just remind you that our ushers are looking for some participants, those to uh, serve as an usher. If you are interested in serving that uh, area, we would invite you to reach out to Sister Leslie Cox and to let her know. Also, our family greeters. Amen. Sister Van told me she's having a tough time recruiting people to serve as greeters. So uh, I'm going to put a little heat on you uh, this morning. Please, if she asks you to serve as a greeter on the Sunday, please make sure that you do so. Give a nice smile to Sister Van. Let her sign you up. Amen. And we would appreciate that. As you all know, our 2023 church theme is that we are together in Christ. Amen. Listen, as you look out in our world today, if there ever was a time we need to be together, now is the time. Amen. Also, I'm going to put a plug in. This is the last day we can sign you up for our Valentine's Day banquet. Amen. If you have not signed up, you need to sign up today. Those who are listening by live stream, uh, make sure that you reach out to Sister Joan Toller, or you can reach out to myself. Amen. And, And we would love to have you. We are getting our numbers up there and we're excited, looking forward to the Valentine's banquet on Valentine's Day, Tuesday, February the 14th at 6:30 30 p.m. Uh, it's a catered affair and uh, we're just excited. We have a lot of things scheduled and we got a photo session and games and fun, uh, the catered meal. Uh, we're going to have a great time, so please make sure. And everybody is invited, to, you know, to come, so uh, you don't have to be all booed up with somebody. You know, just make sure that you come and have a great time of fellowship together. Amen. We also want to remind you to Keep in your mind, right on your calendar, our upcoming CCH dates. our Christ and Cultural Humility uh, group. Our next session is going to be Sunday, March the 26th. So we are inviting and encouraging you to join us uh, as we learn more and more about one another. Amen. If you have not picked up your tax giving statements, please make sure that you pick them up today. Amen. For those of you on live stream, if you have not received yours, let us know so that we can mail that out to you as well. Also, our youth are sponsoring a bowling party. This is a family bowling party. It's going to take place at the Thunderbird Lanes at Warminster on Saturday, uh, February the 18th. So Sister Hamlet is uh, signing up uh, in the foyer. Uh, Sister Toler will be here. She's going to sign you up for the Valentine's Banquet. And so, uh, if you would like to attend, and we encourage you to do so, just to have a fun time, please make sure to do so. Let's get our hearts and our minds ready to uh, receive our offering today. For those of you in person, as you know, we have an offertory box that's located at the back of the church. For those of you who are on live stream, you can click on the tithely Giving button and you can submit your tithes and offerings there. Um, You can also send in your tithes by mail, so we would appreciate that you would do so as well. We are blessed, and as we're in this uh, Black History Month, we are celebrating, and many of you know that on the fourth Sunday uh, is a special celebration. We have a great presentation, and then following uh, service, uh, we're going to have a soul food meal. Amen. And so I'm going to ask for Sister Lois Jones to come, and she's going to Tell you about that Soul Food Sunday. Amen. And get us ready. Let's welcome Sister Lois this morning.
4: Good morning, everyone. Good
0: morning.
4: I didn't know I was doing this this morning, but I guess you should be prepared. Yeah, as I'm pastor said, uh, the last Sunday of February is um, our potluck soul food dinner. We've had it for years. Uh, we took it off because of the uh, pandemic, but now we're bringing it back. So uh, uh, I do need your help with it, though. I need uh, people to make a dish, and if you don't do soul food, just uh, let me know what you can bring. But I do need help in that area. I also need help setting up. And the cleanups, and I have a uh, posted a menu of the foods that we usually have, and you can take a look at the bulletin board and uh, you know choose something. All right, thank you very much. Amen.
0: You know, even the signage up there looks good. That, that ought to get you ready, eh, amen, on a soul food Sunday. You know, we uh, kind of combine that. Uh, Sister Lois was talking about physical food, uh, but also we were talking about some spiritual food on that Sunday as well. Uh, during this uh, month of February, as many of you know, we have our moments in black history. Uh, we had a, a fabulous presentation on last Sunday by Sister Adrian King as she spoke about the evolution of Black History Month. And today uh, we have this is our youth Sunday. Today, where our youth are participating as worship leaders, and also going to give a moments in Black history. Uh, We are blessed this morning to have two of our youth, Amen. Two sisters uh, who are here this morning, uh, Casey Peace and uh, her uh, sister Corey, Amen. And uh, Casey is 16 years old. She attends Penridge High School. She's in the 10th grade. She is in the class of 2025, a student public relations officer in, in the Jack and Jill Bucks County chapter. She's a teen financial secretary. She's a member of the school's track team. She runs the 100, 200, and the 4x100 relay. She's getting it in there at Finn Ridge, amen. She's an honor roll student, enjoys uh, reading and watching games. She likes cooking competitions, amen. So for some of the ladies there, we get her rolling uh, in terms of uh, with that. Uh, She likes uh, making homemade cookies with her sisters and and her friends when she can. And then her sister Corey, amen. And Corey uh, is a senior. You senior Corey, Uh, senior at University of Florida. Uh, She is there. I believe you doing track or soccer, Corey soccer scholarship get you a know, macy corey in the olympics uh doing soccer amen and so we are just uh looking forward to their presentation so let's welcome this morning casey and corey peace and they're all eagled up too ready to go
5: Good morning, Second Baptist. Good morning. Our Moments in Black History presentation this morning will be focusing on 16 young black Americans making history right now by leading the way in arts, sports, politics, technology, and more. Without a doubt, the past several years have been one for the history books. Amid the chaos of the coronavirus pandemic and urgency of the country's racial reckoning, these young black Americans continue to challenge systems, overcome obstacles, and make themselves heard in this country. From artistic legacies to political protests to life saving inventions, these are the ways bl- black youth are making history right now. In the arts, the following young people are making history right now. Marley Diaz, 16 years old, is tackling underrepresentation in youth within literature. She started the hashtag a thousand black girl books campaign when she was 10 years old to collect books featuring black girls as protagonists. Years later, she continues to fight for inclusive literature with her Netflix series bookmarks celebrating black voices. Quill Lemons, 23 years old, is the youngest photographer to shoot a Vanity Fair cover. He made waves in 2017 for his Glirred Boy photo series Unplacking Black Masculinity and went on to shoot celebs like Spike Lee, Young M.A., and Chloe and Hallie before ph- photographing Billie Eilish for Vanity Fair's March issue. Amanda Gorman, 22 years old, is the national youth poet Lorette we need right now. She stole the show when she recited her poem, The Hill We Climb, at the Biden-Harris inauguration as the youngest poet to ever do so. She's also been making headlines for her historic Super Bowl Bowl performance and all-around talent. Grace Moore, 12 years old, is one of the youngest composers for the New York Philharmonic Orchestra. She composed an original piece inspired by the global Black Lives Matter protests happening within the coronavirus pandemic, aptly named Summer and it was performed by one of the top orchestras in the world. In sports, the following young people are making history right now. Nicholas Jackson, 13 years old, made history as a 2020 Junior World Bull Riding Champion. As a Maryland native and fifth generation cowboy, he defies expectations as the first bull rider from the Northeast to win the competition. Quentin Byfield, 18 years old, became the highest drafted black hockey player in NHL history. He was picked number two overall by the Los Angeles Kings, and in addition to the bright future that experts predict for him on the ice, he also wants to get involved in NHL's diversity initiatives to recruit more players like him. Trude Lamb, 16 years old, and her classmates successfully campaigned to change the name of their high school. She was the fastest runner on formerly Robert E. Lee High School's cross country team, but she refused to wear a uniform with the Confederate leader's name on it. Her letters to administrator made her the face of the movement to change the school's name, and eventually the school board complied, renaming it Tyler Legacy High School. The school is located in Tyler, Texas. Nadja Akil, 14 years old, fought for a national rule to change, change to allow student athletes to compete wearing hijabs. After being disqualified from a junior varsity volleyball game for wearing a hijab, she worked with the ACLU of Tennessee to urge the State's Volleyball Association to change its rules to allow religious head coverings. The state association agreed, and the National Federation of S- State High School Associations followed suit, clearing the way for hijabi athletes nationwide. In politics and protest, the following young people are making history right now. Aleya Eastman, 19 years old, is leading a movement for gun reform that centers on Black lives. As a survivor of the Parkland school shooting, she founded a nonprofit and held events dedicated to gun violence prevention. Her hope is to open the conversation beyond mass shootings to also address the ways that gun violence, police brutality, and poverty impact the safety of black communities. Shante Davis, 17 years old, is urging lawmakers to take climate action. She's a lead climate organizer for the Sunrise Movement, and she recently led a rally at the Texas Capitol to confront state leaders about the role of climate change in the increasingly deadly winter storms.
6: Young black activists were on the front lines of a global Black Lives Matter protest. Ali Conyers, Chi Ase, Nupol Kiyoslu, Tiana Day, and so. So many more young people courageously took to the streets to protest anti-black racism and police brutality during a summer of unprecedented global events. Young black voters in Georgia were decisive in state and national races. Black voters in Georgia between the ages of 18 to 29 defied a legacy of voter suppression to show up in historic numbers in the 2020 election. They were instrumental in the election of President Joe Biden, as well as Senator John Ossoff and Senator Raphael Warnock, who was Georgia's first black senator. In science and technology, the following young people are making history right now. Jayane Patton, 14 years old, developed an app to help kids keep in touch with their incarcerated parents. She and her father, Antoine, struggled to maintain communication with each other while he was incarcerated. So together, they developed a website and app to help keep families connected. It lets kids write letters and upload photos to their parents for free, cutting out costly prison phone and mail fees. Deja Taylor, 17 years old, was honored for creating color-changing sutures that detect infection. She conducted research for a year to to develop this potentially life-saving invention and entered her final project in the Regeneron Science Talent Search. She's one of the 40 finalists, earning her $25,000 and a chance to win the final competition. Alexis Williams, 19 years old, single-handedly coded a website to help people support the Black Lives Matter movement. She designed the website for folks looking to help but who didn't know where to start. It has educational resources to learn about topics like cultural appropriation or colorism, as well as direct links for taking action and donating. David Price, 18 years old, created a safety pouch invention to make traffic stops safer for people of color. When he first got his driver's license, His parents gave him the talk about the dangers black individuals often face when interacting with police. He set out to design a solution that would make these kinds of interactions smoother and safer, and he came up with a safety pouch, a bright orange pouch for holding ID and other documents that can be quickly snapped onto a car window. Young black Americans are making history right now. They can move mountains with their sweet, simple faith in God. They don't have to wait until adulthood to to be a bright shining light that brings people to Jesus. Thank you for allowing us to share our moments in black history.
0: We uh, certainly want to thank Casey and Corey for their presentation this morning and young African-Americans who are making history right now. For our children who are here today, we're going to uh, have our children's church uh, for for the young people as well as our teens. So, uh, parents, if you would like uh, for your children to attend children's church, uh, we would ask that you would do so now. Sister Sherry is over on the other side and waiting for you to come. And while they are going out, we want to thank God for uh, this day and all of the blessings that he continues to shower down upon us amen we are blessed today I have sister barbara walker with us amen let's welcome sister barbara this morning
3: Sometimes it's hard to pray sometimes it's hard to feel but God said be still and know that I am God yes, yes, yes. all the stuff that's going on in the world God said I have it. overcome it yes, yes. I got this got so sometimes as the song says sometimes we just have to stand and be still when things are going on. Yes. So in this moment of time, God has led me to say this this morning because my family and we are going through Sorry. a shooting. One of the random shootings that happened. My daughter-in-law's brother was shot the other day and they killed him and it was on the news, this guy, uh, random shooting, he shot two people, something about a committee, he was just shooting people that were on this committee and stuff, but... uh, Two words I have to say as I'm holding on and we are yet holding on. But But God. Can you say that with me this morning? But God. On the count of three, I wanna hear it real loud. One, two, three but God hallelujah he has all power in his hands yes, 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 pray precious
2: Lord, Lord, Lord Let me sing, I am tired. Oh, Lord, I am so weak. Oh, Lord. Precious Lord, lead, lead me on hold, hey Lord, in my way. Lingere, lingere oh, when my life, oh Lord, when my life is on, and I trust you so leave.
7: God, we come before you, giving you all praise, honor, and glory. And Father, we, we see this as a day of thanksgiving. Every day is a day of thanksgiving, and we want to give thanks to you. We want to say thank you for for ups, thank you for downs, thank you for joy, thank you for pain, thank you for the good and the bad. For we need them all to discern the difference. Yes. And we need the latter to keep us praying for you, to you. So we can't say it enough, Father. As I look around this world and see all the, the pain and suffering that people are going through, uh, the, those who lack enough to eat, those who lack places to sleep, and those who are just dealing with the suffering of and tyranny of war, yet over here, we have peace. So I have to thank you for that, Father. And lastly, thank you for your son, Jesus who came to us and made a pathway for how we should live. And then he died and rose. He became our intercessor. And it's because of that we have a right to eternal life. So Father, we pray for our pastor as he delivers your word give him your words to speak and give us the mindset to listen and hear and apply it in our life. we thank you for this church its members the love and support that we give to one another and we ask that you continue to bless us with that. And so, Father, again, as, as it is a day of thanksgiving, we can't say it enough. Yes, Lord. Thank, you. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Praise y'all. He deserves the praise and the glory and the honor, and I give him all the praise and the glory and the honor this morning. save my sin. Jesus so sweetly lies within,
2: at the cross where he took me, in. singing glory, glory to his name, I'm singing glory to his name, precious name. Precious mountain that saves from sin I am so glad I have not in That oh, Jesus saves me and keeps me Singing glory, glory to his name I'm singing glory to his name no harm done, calling on Jesus, ain't no harm done, calling on the Lord. i through the fire, but I got out. I've been through the fire, but I got out. Ain't no harm done. I'm going to sing it again. Calling on Jesus. Ain't no harm done. Hey, calling on my Lord. Ain't no harm done. Oh, calling on Jesus. Calling on the name of Lord. I got a feeling, everything's gonna be all right. Yeah, got
0: I got a feeling that everything, somebody say everything, everything, everything. Anybody believe that today? I mean, you got more than a feeling. And God, everything's going to be all right. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. With every head bowed, every heart made as humble as you can. Eternal to God our Father, Lord, we've come this morning just to say, Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning, starting us on our way. We ask, God, that you would speak to our hearts at this moment. Lord, as your word comes forward, realizing, Lord God, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who has never received you personally in the pardoning of their sins, we pray, God, that upon your word coming forth, that someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, we're going to give the Lord some praise. You know, in a few hours, folks ain't going to mind Praising and lifting hands and standing on their feet and shouting and drinking and cussing and everything else that they do. Amen. Amen. But today, somebody say today. today, we've come in this place to give the Lord some praise. Anybody come this morning just to give God praise? Hallelujah. Just to bless his name on this day. Amen. I heard uh, Sister Barbara uh, sneak in there. Go ahead, Eagles. Go, Eagles. Go. <laughs> Listen, get it in. Get it in. I, I pray they have I'm looking forward to the game, maybe, honestly. I'm a sports fan. I am looking forward to the game. I pray that they win. Uh, They're favored to win. I pray that they do. And they have a good time. As we said earlier, y'all stay off of the grease poles down there in Philadelphia. Amen. I see Brother Tremaine down there tonight on the news. Amen. Trying to climb up that Crisco on the poles. You better leave it alone. Amen. And here's somebody. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. Listen, it is February. Amen. Uh, it's Black History Month. Amen. And, and and listen, February is the month of love. Amen. February is the month of love. Valentine's Day is coming up. All of our men folk in here, you just got to, I'm telling you, you just got a few more days. You better get it together. Amen, somebody. Better make sure that it's time for you to show up and to show out, get your candy, get your flowers together. Sign up, amen, after church for the Valentine's Day banquet if you don't have anything set up. I hate to tell you, it's too late for you to be calling somewhere trying to get a reservation, amen. So we do have a little space for you today. So sign up after church and make sure you select the right Valentine's Day card, amen. Don't get that little cheap one that they have trying to get over, don't be trying to make up your own stuff either, amen, go on and pay a little extra money and get the the good hallmark, amen, to let them know. Anybody remember Valentine's Day when you were a youngin back in elementary school, you all remember that? Boy, I tell you, we had a lot of fun back there, they would break out the little red construction paper, amen, some of you all, they had to help with your scissors to cut out that heart and they would have the little uh, lace white paper, amen, you get your little Elmer's glue. They still got Elmer's glue, amen. Elmer's glue, and you would put that on there and write a little something. And boy, you couldn't tell your mother what, you know, the mother, thank God for mothers. They loved everything that you brought home. Your little heart all crooked, amen, when you cut it out, but they still say, oh, this is the best thing I've ever received. Thank God for, come on, let's thank God for mothers. Amen. You know, reminiscing about those days made me think about love, amen. Dionne Warwick said that what love made the world go round, and so we just thank God for love, and thanking God for, especially for God's love, amen. And I believe that the Lord has given us a word today uh, that we can be a special valentine to him through his word, amen. You know, in our text uh, this morning, it's already really been read into your hearing when uh, Sister Destiny had did our responsive reading. It uh, really was coming from 1 Corinthians 13, which we affectionately call it the love chapter. Amen. If you all be so kind to stand with me today, amen. In our responsive reading, we had the King James Version, and it speaks about charity. Uh, But in the NIV translation, it speaks of love. Amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. For the word of God says that if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge And if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardships that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast. Love never fails. But where there was prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. And now these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. Now say this with me together, but the greatest of these is love. Amen. Say it one more time, but the greatest of these is love. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, Amen. just tell them that love matters. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody this morning, come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Love matters. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Love matters. How many of y'all know that love matters? It does. You know, before I get started, I do want to say thank you to our musicians this morning. Amen. Pastor Paul, Brother Chris, and Zanisha, Sister Barbara, Sister Hamlin was singing along with us uh, to Reverend Jackson. Amen. And and I uh, want us to pray for Reverend Toler. Amen. He's going through and dealing with uh, the medical uh, situation, and we just ask that God would lay his hands on him. And then also we need to pray for the people in Turkey and yeah. in Syria, amen. There's so many lives are lost, and uh, I saw Sister Kettle in here somewhere, and I'm going to reach out to our missions, amen, and we're uh, going to put a project together with the uh, Philadelphia Baptist Association uh, to address that so that we may be able to help. Uh, those who are in need, amen. You know, 1 Corinthians 13 is one of the well-known passages in the Bible. And it's well-known because God gives us a description of love, amen. But rather than watering it down to something that we can manage, God actually turns up the heat. For as much as we think we know about love, it actually turns out that we know very little about love. And I can say that because when you look at the marriage rate, divorce rate, amen, in this country, it's so high. We think we know about love, but it turns out we know very little. And as much as we think that we value love, it turns out that we have not even begun to realize its true significance. Many of us have attended weddings over the years where this particular passage, 1 Corinthians 13, was read, amen, And so it's easy for us to attach this particular passage uh, to that picture-perfect wedding that uh, it has been read in so many weddings that I've done, even here, 1 Corinthians 13. But I hate to burst your bubble because that's really not the context of this chapter. Rather, throughout 1 Corinthians, we find ourselves embroiled in controversy, conflict, and disunity within the church. And so Paul's goal in writing this is to confront all the wrong ways we think about love, which is the lie that lies at the root of the problem, amen? And most of the problem is because of our sin. So in this chapter, Paul really is saying to the Corinthians three things. He's letting them know first and foremost that without love, you're nothing. Secondly, he's letting them know that you don't even know what love is. And thirdly, he's letting them know that love will last longer than the stuff that you care about. Amen. You see, without love, church, we're really nothing. And Paul compares love to all of the things that the Corinthians admired. Amen. You see, we admire great feats of passion and great feats of service. Amen. And sacrifice. And and I think unfortunately, we believe or think that people who do great things are people or the only people who really matter to God. And we dream about doing great things in our own lives, amen? But what Paul is talking about is that just because you do great things does not necessarily mean that there's love there, amen? You see, because actions don't necessarily equal love. Without love, God's not impressed with your actions, amen? You see, love involves our hearts, and it begins with our affections. It begins with our motives and our being, and that's why it's so hard for us to grasp it, amen? You see, love, church, is what ultimately matters. That's why I have the theme up there today, love matters. Love is what ultimately matters in our life. And that love is not an optional accessory to our life's achievements, amen. Love is the defining issue of our lives. Amen. I want you to listen to what Jesus said about love. It was over in Matthew twenty-two, thirty-six, 36, and 40, and I'm going to put this up. I want you to listen to what Jesus said about love. The question is asked of Jesus, Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And listen to Jesus' reply. Jesus replied, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. He said that this is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. Amen? And all the law and the prophets have on these two commandments. Amen. Listen to me. Those verses are saying that the ultimate problem, church, is that all of us face is that we have a lack of love. All you got to do is look around this world today. Look at the community. Matter of fact, look in your own home sometimes. Amen. Many times there is a lack of love. And the issue is, is that we fail to love one another because we fail to love God. Amen. And that's the essence of what the Bible calls sin is when we fail to love God. Amen. And the Bible church is not asking us to perform amazing feats for God. Amen. It's not telling us that you have to give all of your money to charity in order to be accepted by God. Instead, what it is asking of us, the question is, if, is our life characterized by love? Amen. When somebody can look at your life, is your life characterized by love? And so Paul was also telling the church of Corinth that you don't know what love is. Amen? I want you to listen again to our reading there, what Paul said about love in verses 4 to 7. Listen to what Paul said love is. He said that love is patient, that love is kind, that it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. That it does not dishonor others. Listen to what it's saying. That it is not self-seeking. We're talking about love. That it is not easily anger. That it keeps no record of wrongs. Amen. And that love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices, church, with the truth. Amen. And that it always protects. Love always trusts. Love always hopes. Love always perseveres. Amen. So every single one of us need to do a heart check this morning, amen, to see how you're doing in those areas as it relates to love, amen. Well, how about if we just take some time this week, just sit down with a man, you can sit down with your spouse, uh, sit down with your cousin or best friend or whoever it is, and just look at these areas in your life, amen. Ask yourself, how am I doing in this area? Where am I not doing well? Amen. How or where have you seen some growth take place in my life? Amen? Listen, for patience. How's your patience? The Bible says that love, amen, requires patience. You know we're not patient folk, amen. We get on somebody's nerves or somebody get on our nerves in a minute. Amen. Don't want to sit down and listen to anybody. Are you showing kindness to others? The word says that love is kind, amen? Are you going out of your way to do something intentional to bless somebody or to show somebody that you love them, amen? Not just physically, but spiritually as well, amen? How are you dealing with envy? Y'all know what envy is, that jealousy, amen? We know that we got a problem with envy. Are we able to rejoice with others who are rejoicing? Or are we sitting in the back and just kind of giving a little smirk and wishing that we were the one getting the blessing and not them. Amen? Are you glad when other people receive some good things that we don't have? Amen, somebody? How about boasting and pride? Amen? Do we look down at other folks, amen, who don't have maybe what you have or to have the same career or job or, or whatever it is that we have? Amen? What about in being self-seeking? Amen. Are we concerned primarily about ourselves or are we concerned about others? Amen. How are we doing in terms of being slow to anger? We know that some of us got some anger management issues. Amen. Go off on somebody in the heart. Y'all looking at me like you are just too holy this morning. I know right in here, right now, that if we had some footage to put up on the screen. I can show everybody in here going off. Has anybody ever come on, let's tell the truth and shame the devil? Has anybody ever gone off on somebody? Y'all acting, you're way too holy here. I know it's happened. Let me talk to some of the spouses first and then talk to the other one and and see who's going off. Amen. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Amen. How are we doing? How are you doing in your forgiveness? Amen in here, somebody. Are we willing to forgive those who have wronged us? Amen. This is what Paul's talking about. Paul's dealing with them. He's not at a wedding somewhere and everybody got little goo eyes looking at each other. He's letting the church know that there are some issues in their lives that need to be straightened out. Amen, somebody. Amen. The word says that love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. Amen. Amen. So we got to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, does our love uh, for others involve confronting evil when we see it? Amen. If you see evil, you got to say something about it, amen? And finally, it says, does our love persevere, amen? Does it endure, church? You see, genuine love lasts a lifetime. We got problems in our society today because folk in and out of love like the drop of a hat, Amen. amen? And so love perseveres, as the word says, to the end. The truth is, church, that love exists in the context of broken relationships. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. That's why love is so hard, because love exists in the context of broken relationships. Amen, somebody? Because most of those characteristics that we listed there that we just read from verses 4 through 7, amen, is a response to the reality of sin. Amen, church? Patience. Not envious, being not easily angered, no record of wrongs, not delighting in evil. All of those things exist because people are sinners. And we are sinners. Amen, church. But Paul, church, is saying that we have a new way to live. Amen. Amen. Love is how we respond to the sin in this fallen world. Amen, somebody. It got to come from your heart. Amen. But love only works if you are engaged in in these fallen relationships, amen? That's why love in the local church is such a big deal. That's why I'd be on you about coming on in here to the house of the Lord, amen? Remember the context of this letter is not a storybook wedding where that husband and that wife are looking their best and on their best behavior, amen? The context that Paul is talking about, he's talking about messy relationships inside the local church. Amen? Amen. He's talking about relationships with people who struggle with pride and selfishness and anger. Amen. Amen? People who come from different backgrounds and different cultures. Amen? Who come from different socioeconomic backgrounds. People who, who, with whom you may have nothing in common with except Jesus. Amen? And so in that, that context is difficult. And that's why you gotta have some face-to-face relationships where love can exist, amen? One of the blessings that I believe that we have here at Second Baptist Church, and we have a multicultural, multirational, multigenerational church, amen? We have folk from all kinds of different backgrounds, from different countries, from different ethnicities, Amen and we can come together, and the reason we can come together is because of love. Amen? Now, this is God's house and God's church. Whosoever comes through the doors of God's church, let me tell you, you are welcome in the house of the Lord. Come on in here, somebody. So if you just isolate yourself and never invest in relationships, amen, and if you never open up your heart to others, church, You won't know what it really means to love. Amen, somebody. Because love exists in the context of relationship, even fallen relationships. Amen. I hear somebody now. I pastor, I hear you, but but how is it that I can have that kind of love? How can that kind of love be possible? I'm glad you asked me. Here it is. We can love because we have been loved by God. Amen. Amen, somebody. You all remember what uh, Romans 5, 8 says? I'm going to put it up so you can see it. Listen what it says. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this, that while, somebody say we, that while we were still sinners, that Jesus Christ died for us, amen? God doesn't love us because we're so good, amen? God loves us because he's good. Come on in here, somebody. God loved us while we were still sinners. While we were his enemies, God still loved us. Amen? And God's love originated from himself. Amen? Because God is love. Tell somebody tell them, God is love. And God's love is not dependent on us, but it overflows from who he is. Amen in here, somebody. And it's when God's love overflows into our lives, it transforms us and God gives us the power by the Holy Spirit to be able to love somebody that you're struggling with. Can I get an amen in here, somebody? True love originates not from others, not even ourselves, but true love comes from God. Amen in church. Every description of love in this text it connects back to the way that we've been loved by God in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen? Amen? The word says that love is patient. Yeah. Think about how patient God has been with us. Come on in here, somebody. The only reason that any of us are still alive and live long enough to hear the gospel and repent and be saved is because God is a long-suffering God. That's right. How many of you know that God, listen, you look at your actions in your life, you better thank God that he's a long-suffering God. Amen? God has dealt with us kindly, amen, as the word said. God doesn't just simply put up with our faults. He has adopted us into his family, amen. We ought to be glad. We ought to be thankful that we have that kind of God. Think about it, how slow the anger and forgiving God has been to us, amen. The truth is, is that when God forgives us, he don't do it half-heartedly, amen, somebody. He doesn't do it uh, just 50% of the way or 90% uh, and just deal with, uh, forgive our sins. Amen. He expects us to make up the rest. No. God forgives all of it. He forgives our past. God forgives our present. And God forgives our future. Amen. And so as someone, can I just testify this morning? As someone who's been a Christian for a long time, and listen, I thank God that I've been saved. Anybody glad that you saved? Amen. I'm amazed. I got to tell you, I'm amazed that God not only forgave me on day one, but even after all of these years and all of his mercies and still having sinfulness inside of us again and again, and God still forgives. And so all I can say is thank you, God, for your blessings. Is anybody thankful that the Lord has forgiven your sins? I mean, are you really thankful? When you look at that list about love and you realize that if it had not been for the Lord who had been on your side, if it had not been that God had stepped in your situation, if it had not been that God still loved you in spite of yourself, if it had not been that God is still available for you, is anybody glad today that God is still available, that God is able to help you in the midst of your trials? God is available to help you in the midst of your tribulations. God is available to help you in the midst of your sorrow, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your disappointment, in the midst of your discouragement. Is there anybody here who don't mind giving God praise and saying thank you Jesus for all that you have done? Thank you, God, for loving me. Thank you, God, for caring about me. Thank you, God, for strengthening me. Thank you, God, for encouraging me. Thank you, God, that when I was down, you lifted me up. Has the Lord ever lifted you up? Has God ever done something for you that we ought to put our hands together and give God praise? And thank God for being God all by himself? Come on, let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Be seated just for a moment. What a mighty God that we serve. You know, God's love will persevere, Rev. Dax. Yes, that's right. Not only now, but forever, church. Amen, somebody? Amen. I said forever. I, I was looking over, and you all familiar with Romans chapter 8, verse 38, 39. You all remember? If you don't remember, I'm going to put it up. Yes. Amen. Listen to what it says. For I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us church, us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. When I look at those words, and I realize that even in my life and in your life, we have not done everything that God has asked us to do, but because God is who he is, because God is love, that no matter what may happen in your life, no matter what's going on in your present situations, no matter how high it is, no matter how low it is, no matter how wide it is, that God is able to overcome it. And I want to tell somebody, God is an overcomer. Has he overcome something in your life? Has he made a way out of no way for you? Then we ought to thank God today and say, Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Amen. For one day, when we shall wear a crown. One day, church. When it's all said and done. Stand with me, please. When it's all said and done, there'll be no impatience in our love for one another. Because in that heavenly place, there'll be no sin at all. My God. One day, when it's all said and done, there'll be a perfect kindness between us and every other glorified saint of God. What a mighty good place that will be there'll be no more envy there'll be no more jealousy no more temptation no more boasting no more pride no more anger no more frustration no more wrongs no more offenses when we get to that heavenly place we'll be free from laziness we'll be free from dullness we'll be free from passivity we'll be free from awkwardness we'll be free from foolishness we'll be free from selfishness every other evil that keeps us from loving one another as we ought amen Never again will congregations break up. Never again will loved ones depart. Never again will pain show up in your body. Never again will sorrow have tears running from your eyes. There'll be no more heartaches. No more disappointment. No more discouragement. All because of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. In love He suffered on that cross. In love he bled and he died. In love he got back up on the third day with all power in his hands because he loves you. Thank you, Lord, because love matters. We got to love one another. That's the only way we're going to make it in this world. we have to love one another. Through Christ Jesus. Maybe there's someone here today, and you need after hearing this message that to realize that the Lord loves you. He invites you to make a decision, to make a choice to give your heart and your life over to Jesus. Amen. Those of you who are watching by live stream, amen. If the Lord is speaking to your heart and you have decided to make Jesus your choice, just confess to him that, Lord, I am a sinner. I am repenting right now, Lord God, of my sins. I believe in your son, Jesus Christ, who willingly gave his life on the cross and paid my sin debt in full. Amen. Lord, I need you in my life, Come into my life and to make my life brand new, that I might live my life solely for you. Amen. If you genuinely prayed that prayer, the Lord, through the power and the might, And his miraculous Holy Spirit will enter you right now. Amen. If there's someone here today and the Lord is speaking to you and you want to give your heart and your life to Jesus, amen, just come forward now. Maybe you live in this community and you're without a church home. We invite you to come. Amen. Maybe you want to rededicate your life to the Lord. Amen. We invite you to come today. Thanking God for all of his blessings. Amen. Is there one today? We're thanking God for all things, amen. Listen, I don't know about you, but I got praise in my heart. Anybody got praise in your heart? Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, let's put our hands together and give God praise. you to sign up amen for our valentine's banquet amen to get ready sign up for our youth bowling amen and as, as, as we're sister barbara you can go ahead and say it sister barbara for the game coming up they need to do what Go Eagle!
2: Go, Eagle. <laughs> All right. go may the Eagle. lord bless
0: you and heaven smile upon you down on him who's able to keep you from falling to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, and majesty, dominion, and peace, both now and forevermore. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Enjoy the game. Amen.